Yes, sir. You know what time it is. We're back with another one. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Welcome to another edition of the Out of My League podcast. I'm Justin. I'm Deshaun. And as always, we are here to give you all the latest debates, sports takes, and news, news, news. <laughs> yeah, man. How was your weekend? My weekend was good, man. I got to go home, got to see my family, which is always great. For the sure. family's well. The family's healthy. Good, good. Got to hang with a few friends, mm-hmm. and I watched a ton of football. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was a good weekend for it. It was, man. My team won. Your mm-hmm. team won. Mm-hmm. All smiles. Yes, sir. NFC lease is still awful. Yes, sir. First place. <laughs> First place. <laughs> Kinda. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. Anyways, man, yeah. let's go ahead and jump straight to the game of the week. We had Steelers Titans and a big one. And to me, the score was a lot closer than the game really was. Yeah, I feel like the Steelers really dominated that game from start to finish. Yeah. Um, like I said, like you said, the, the score doesn't give it any justice. If you actually watch the game, you can see that the Steelers actually dominated them on both sides of the ball. They did. Yeah. They did. And I was shocked, actually, because Ben Roethlisberger didn't have a great game, to three, be honest. Three interceptions. Like, three interceptions, yeah, yeah. 32 for 49. He was not playing hot. 268 Chase, Chase yards. Claypool was shut down for the most part. I think yeah. he had, like, one one catch. So Yeah, he did. I started him on, on my fantasy team. I did, team. too. Yeah. Waste. Yeah. <laughs> the one week I released, you know, T.Y. Hill, and they had a bye week, so it didn't really yeah, matter. It didn't matter, But, right. you know, I'm thinking Chase Claypool going to come in, give me a good 15 Maybe ten, nah, yeah. two. Good. The good thing is, I, I went two and one this week in fantasy. Okay. So I made bad. a great comeback. One again. Hey. I am in sole possession of second place right now. Okay. But yeah, man. Ryan Tannehill, eighteen for thirty, two TDs. Derrick Henry, twenty carries, only seventy-five yards. Yeah. That was the story to me. They shut him down. And T.J. Watt, man, out there. Oh, he he's he's for real. He was everywhere. Yeah. T.J. Watt's for real. Like you, you want to talk about a pass rusher? Uh, that just he he's an unbelievable talent. He's better than his brother JJ Watt. Yeah, I can say that yeah. too. I'll say that. Does this game say anything about the Titans, as in flaws? Did you see any flaws or holes in this game or exposed? Do you think they were exposed in this game? I think the Titans, uh, their team, they're probably gassed, right? Because this is the third game in what fifteen days. Yeah, true. Um, and I feel like you know their loss of their left tackle hurt them too. The receivers in the beginning of the game struggled a little bit. Then A.J. Brown just took the game over. Um, but, no, I feel like the team is just tired, right? Like, they just they I, I need, agree with that. They need some rest. Like, three games within 15 days uh, playing the game of football, your body's already sore. Yeah, and it's um, a physical game yeah. as is. And they're a, they're a physical team. Exactly. They, they, they pride themselves on being physical on both sides of the ball. So, no, I just think I think they're tired. I don't, I just don't I don't think they're at the Pittsburgh Steelers level, right? They're just not there yet talent-wise, but the other thing that kind of factored to that is they're tired. They're just physically tired right now. I can agree with that. Yeah, I don't think they were exposed in any way. I yeah. do think that 
to beat the Titans, you have to be just as physical, right. especially on the defensive line. Yeah. Derrick Henry was getting hit in the backfield a lot. Yeah. You know how Derrick Henry usually runs people over and his linemen get him downfield yeah. and give him, you know, a lead to catch stride and, you know, all of that so he can get downfield and start stiff arming people and all that. But he was getting hit in the backfield early and often. When I say TJ Watt was blowing that D line up, I mean that O line up. TJ Watt was back there. Yeah, I mean the the Pittsburgh Steelers are like their top two run defense, right? So yeah. they, you <laughs> yeah, know, what I mean? it's it's one of those things where you kind of it's kind of expected, right? Like they're top probably three against the run this year. So you know that that was kind of expected. I kind of figured that they would at least slow him down, and they yeah. end up kind of shutting him down. I think he yeah. had a couple breaks, you know, within you know the second half of the game, but nothing uh, like we're exactly nor- nothing like we're used to seeing from him. So yeah. yeah, twenty carries, like I said, for seventy-five yards, that's pretty much contained. Yeah, for somebody who's been getting around a buck fifty for sure and a big stiff arm every game. Yeah, it almost seemed to me though that the Steelers were trying to give the game away at the end. Yeah, I, I don't Just know what it was. Just some careless mistakes. Yeah, I don't know careless what it was mistakes. with the Steelers, but they, they got to clean that up. Yeah, they got to clean that up. Do you think that they can compete with the Chiefs for the AFC title? No. <laughs> no. Do you think they're the best in their division? Yeah. They yeah. got the Ravens this week, so. Yeah, I think they, I think they're better than the Ravens. Mm-hmm. I just don't think they're better than the Chiefs yet because well, not, they're not going to be better than Chiefs. Let's just be honest; they don't have enough weapons for. The I don't Chiefs think they have anything. enough firepower. No, it's not. It's not there. And then clearly, Ben Roethlisberger is not Pat Mahomes. So not even close. Yeah, that I mean that that kind of settles that. And then you know I, I like the Steelers. I really do, and I think they're the best in their division. Mm-hmm. I just don't think that they are at Chiefs level yet. I can agree with that. Let's jump to the NFC, man, with with what I thought was one of the bigger surprises, the Bucks downing the Raiders in Vegas, 45 to 20. TB12, man, look, the GOAT. Tom Brady is, look, these last couple of weeks, he's been man, clicking. It's been coming along. Man, it's been coming along. So That chemistry is starting to hit yeah. a lot sooner than I expected. Yeah, so it's, it's one of the well, – actually, it's not even, you know, it is Tom Brady, but there's other – you know, as you see, you know, weeks five, six, seven, you know, we're going to week eight now. Um, you see a lot of teams, you know, whether it's a quarterback or receivers, they're just starting to wake up a little bit from not having an offseason, trying to get they're really in the form now. They're getting their chemistry together. So you're seeing a lot more talent like produce now in the last three weeks than we did in the first half, you know. Yeah, no, first couple I, and games. I, can, I can agree with that. I just think that. To me, I didn't think that they would be hitting on all cylinders this early. Like I still don't think they're hitting on all cylinders. Well, the scariest thing is Gronk is getting back to, you yeah. know, Gronk form. Yeah. And that's scary. Yes, it is. Because Gronk is unguardable yeah. when he's in Gronk form. Right. And it looks like Tom is, you know, his balls down the field are getting better. Mm-hmm. They're getting a little more air under yep. him. His receivers are starting to run the right routes. Scotty right, Miller. <laughs> yeah, the routes that, you know, he expects them to. Yeah. like looking when he expects him to out the break and on the curl routes. And, you know, he's always one that's a step ahead. Mm-hmm. And it seems like they're starting to get on that same page. And the defense, their defense is great. Their defense is really good. Their defense is great. Todd Bowles has them guys playing. Yeah, the, their defense is great. I did not expect the 45-20 blowout there in Vegas. You think they're the best team in the NFC right now? It's No, I don't. Um, okay. I, I, really, I really feel very strongly about two teams in the NFC West. Um, and that's the Seahawks and the Rams. I feel very, very comfortable saying those are the two best teams in the NFC because they just have – there's something about those two teams that I feel as though they could take out the Bucks. They could take out the Saints. Those okay. those two teams in the NFC West alone are probably the best two teams in the NFC. Even though the Seahawks 
since we're already here, mm-hmm. even though the Seahawks just lost to the Cardinals in a yeah. Monday night thriller. I'm not worried about that. Or a Sunday night thriller. You, you're me. not going to see Russell Wilson throw in his three interceptions. Yeah, I don't think it's Russell will do happen. that again. Yeah, I feel like they gave that game away. They did. They, they had the game in the bag. Yeah, they had that game in the bag. Yeah. They threw too much, though. 33 of 50 should, for 388. That's a lot. They should have ran the ball more. That's a lot of passes. Yeah. 50 passes, a lot of passes. Russ had three TDs. All to Tyler Lockett. He yeah. had 15 catches. Right. 200 yards. They essentially won that game if it wasn't for that quote unquote holding call and DK yeah. Metcalf run up the touchdown. And he, that was a touchdown, but it yep. was technically a hold. So that was a game ceiling touchdown. Yo, DK. Yeah. He's. <laughs> From Wakanda. Wakanda. From, from Wakanda. My man got vibranium in his veins. <laughs> Marcus Spears said it, man. He's from Wakanda. <laughs> he is. That hawk down on Baker was crazy. <laughs> yes, yes, sir. He really has the strength of Black Panther. Yeah. He, he I really was does. just watching his stride, and I was like, yeah, no way. I was like, nah, no way. <laughs> Yo, he's really going to do this. Oh, my goodness. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, my goodness. And they didn't score on the possession. Yeah. I thought, he really saved the touchdown. I thought right then and there, because, yeah, they went for it on fourth yeah. down, didn't get it. I thought right then and there, all right, the Seahawks are going to win this game. Yeah. The start of the game, Russ threw a dime right into the pocket of Tyler Lockett's hands. Kyler Murray, though, man. Kyler, Kyler Murray had a great game. He's so hard to defend. And if you're if you're a D lineman, you hate it because you need to be able to keep contained. But there's also times where he'll give that thing off in a read option form, and you want to be able to collapse on the, you know collapse and make the tackle. So it's one of those things where it's really hard to defend him. There's spread formations. I mean, you have good receivers too. Yeah, Larry Fitzgerald. You got D Hop. You got the you know Kirk. Uh, Kirk, Christian Kirk. Yep. Like these guys can all can get open and win in man man to man coverage. So it's one of those things. Like and, you know, Kenyon Drake's hurt now. He got hurt in that game. Yeah, he got hurt in that game. Um, so they need a yeah. But their their backup running back is good too. So yeah. Chase Edmonds is good. Yeah, so, Chase Edmonds is no slouch. Yeah, it's, it's one, no slouch. Yeah, it's one of these things where Arizona is just so tough to defend because of how much they do offensively. A lot of like the misdirection stuff. Like they try to play with their eyes as a defender. If you're a linebacker, if you're if you're a safety, right? It's hard to defend a team when your eyes are consistently in the wrong place. So yeah. I think with Kyler Murray, he is incredible right now. But I think he's, he's only gonna he's only gonna get better yeah. when he can just calm down and let the game come exactly. to him. Exactly. I feel like he tries to he make the big a play. Bit, yeah. I feel like he tries to make the big play a, a little too many times when you just gotta yeah. calm down, just take the check down sometimes. Mm-hmm. And just breathe and relax a little bit. He seems so antsy. Like, he's a kid back there. Yeah. Like, he seems you like saw, he's having fun. One of the deep balls you saw, he yeah. smiled. Yeah. He's like, oh, yeah. oh. The, the D-hop one-on-one. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah. He looked at D-hop, and he just started laughing. <laughs> Yo, y'all really giving me this? Come on, man. I love the swag, though. Yeah, I love I, it. I do, too. Yeah. And I'm not going to lie. Like, you can see he has the leader mentality in him. I mm-hmm. seen him getting angry on the yeah. sidelines, started yelling, we, yelling at the coach, but telling you, the coach, I got this. You heard what D-Hop said. He's like, he never had a quarterback yell at him before until Kyler Murray did. I'm not going to lie. Kyler need to chill. Don't, <laughs> don't yell at Nuke like that. <laughs> like, like, let's relax here. Like, let's relax here. He's like top three yeah. at his position. You aren't there yet. No. <laughs> you aren't there yet. So calm down. <laughs> I, I know you the quarterback. Calm down. <laughs> Just a little bit, man. Oh, man. Cowboys. Mm. <laughs> I feel like we're obligated to do this every Ooh, single week. This is this is a mess. I'm not even excited about it. And we won. Yeah, y'all, 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 yeah, y'all didn't just win. <laughs> y'all blew them out. We dominated. Cowboys suck. 
they are they're a terrible team right why? now. Why? They have I, so much talent. I they're don't understand. And now they're down to their third string quarterback. quarterback. Yeah, it's it's bad situation. There's clearly no leadership there. The players don't believe in the coaching staff. They must have not liked Andy Dalton because there ain't no way your quarterback get hit like that and nobody just standing there. Yeah, like, everybody's well, like, oh, well, all right, yeah. well, we are. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we are right. next and, man up. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Next, I, I was so shocked. Up. I was like, none of y'all going to try to fight, dude? Yeah, because like, that hit was wild. Yeah, like, he's he should on be my suspended. Team, but he, uh, please, look, he should please. be suspended. <laughs> Yo, get him off the field. Yeah, that's, that's get, a terrible football Get him player. off the field. Yeah, that was unnecessary. Yeah. That was unnecessary. But, yeah, man, no leadership. Locker rooms all over the place. And, you know, Jerry Jones still talking, man. Jerry Jones still talking. Uh, Matter of fact, <laughs> Jerry Jones got a little sassy today, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> hey, man, hold on. Does your team have a leadership void? Uh, uh, when uh, uh, we're in the offensive line, where just you, o- just overall, where, when seriously, these but, but seriously, seriously, where, where do you, where would you have a leadership void? Is it an experience void? Is it a talent void? Is it a leadership void? I'm not trying to be cute here. The answer is yeah. no. The answer is yeah. no. I, I'm there's asking. Not a, you- there's not a. Well, it is shut up. And let me answer. No. <laughs> Yeah, Jerry. When you go into the locker room, what I'm asking is, do you see the intangible? That I gave you. The, I gave you the answer. <laughs> when the I go into the, the locker room, there's no leadership void in my eyes. Okay. okay. Now that's your answer. Let's move on. Point blank. Period. <laughs> Take that for data. The answer is no. Shut up and listen. All right. <laughs> Jerry, Ooh, that man is spicy. Oh yeah, <laughs> he's spicy. You know the hot seat. It, it's one. Of, well, he's not really hot. He's, he's not on the hot seat. But his organization right now, as much talent as they accumulated over the years, they're falling apart. There's no way they should be where they are right they're now. They're falling apart, and it's bad. It, too. It's really bad. It's very bad. And and Zeke, it's obvious. oh my god, another turnover. Zeke, what is going <laughs> on with you? They paid you all that money, and literally every week you're like, yo, Turning I got to step over. up. I got to do better. He's coming out saying, yo, I'm going to take ownership. I'm going to do better. I'm going to lead this team and pick up the slack. He getting worse and worse every yeah, week. Yeah, it's, it's turnovers every single week. And then, I don't know if you saw this one, but I'm pretty sure because you, you watched the game. This is one play, and the linebacker blitzed through the line, and Zeke was supposed to you know pick up the blitz. And he got absolutely destroyed. I was like, oh, my God. Like, dude, dude, like, killed Zeke. Like, he, <laughs> he, he did. Like, he he went three straight through the line. I was like, Zeke, are, Zeke, all right? Like, Zeke need bad. a timeout, man. He, like, killed Zeke. He was crazy. It's just unbelievable to see an offense that arguably might have top five talent as far as offense. Very. It is. Um, Amari Cooper, Zeke Elliott, Michael Gallup, CD Lamb. These are premier big name brand players. Yeah. And you can't move the ball downfield to save your life. You can't blame it all. You can't blame it all on Andy Dalton. You can't. You can't. There's no way you can blame it all on Andy Dalton. I mean, he was bad. He has been terrible. Awful. But let me tell you, if you're a receiver and you're one of those top receivers and you're a man to man coverage, are you not getting open? What's the what's the issue? And if you're the coaching staff, the offensive coordinator, Kellen Moore, why are you not scheming these guys open if they can't get open? Do you think they should make a coaching change anywhere? Offense, defense, they should definitely head make a, coach. They should definitely make a, a coaching change on defense for sure. But they're not going to do it. 
Not not until this offseason. Pride and ego yeah. is going to hold that team back forever. Yeah. Forever. Yep. Jerry Jones can do no wrong in his eyes. Ever. And it's sad. Ever. It's sad. The offense looks dry. It's bad. I'm not going to sit here and say our D-line isn't great because our D-line was great. Our, sure. D, our D line is great. For sure. but our secondary isn't the best. No, it's not. Our offense isn't the the most dynamic. It is not. <laughs> they had Kyle Allen looking like Tom Brady. Literally, out there. Kyle Allen. I was like, man, he he really looks good today. Pat Mahomes. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> that Pat Mahomes. Yo, Kyle Mahomes. Kyle Mahomes. Yeah, I don't understand. I really don't understand, and I don't know how to fix the Cowboys at this point. It. At some point, I really thought that they were going to turn it around. I was like, all right, this is going to be the game that they get on track. Yeah. This is going to be the game they get on track. But no, I've actually lost all faith. And I think they're honestly the worst team in the NFC right now. It's bad. It's it's very, very bad. And I think they're worse than the Giants. I think the Giants would beat them if they played again. Probably. At this, especially at this point, like, you know, coming to, you know, I know the Cowboys made a trade today, trading away Everson, Everson Griffin. Everson Griffin. Yep. He goes to Detroit for a conditional six. But so, you know, you kind of take a little blow on your pass yep. rush or whatever. But it's it's one of those things now where I feel and they they could they could be in the mood, you know, in the mood to uh trade away uh Michael Gallup as well. We'll see. Um but this is this is one of these things where if you're looking at the Dallas Cowboys, they are I think they're. I think honestly, Jerry Jones and the rest of that front office is very shocked because I feel like they had the pro. They thought they had the product to really win it all this year, and it all fell apart before the eyes. But everyone thought they had the product, and I'm not going to yeah. say I thought they had the product to win it all. But I thought they had the product to at least compete yeah. in the NFC East, not only the NFC East, but in the NFC in general. Yeah, and they literally look god awful. They they're, look horrible. They're giving up thirty plus points per Every game. game. Yeah. Sometimes by the third quarter. Yeah, it's bad. <laughs> Sometimes by halftime. It, yeah, they. It's ugly. It's ugly, and honestly, I don't know what they do to fix it. I think they tank. I think they're. They I think, might as well. So far, I think over the last two or three games, I think they're being outscored like sixty-eight to like seventeen or something like that, which is horrible. It's brutal. It's brutal. And I want to see some big changes. I want to see them make headlines, not just for being pathetically bad. Make some drastic changes. I don't. I just feel like you have too much talent to waste it. Yeah, I don't think that. I don't think they're going to make drastic changes. But like I said, I feel like the defensive coordinator needs to go. Um, I do feel like they may make one of their wide receivers available via trade, and you know, I would I would look at uh, receivers such as Michael Gallup or Amari Cooper, depending because one thing about Amari Cooper is, and people have talked about it over the last couple of years, is there are times where he will just check out a game. His effort. Um, so there's there's things, there, there are really big issues uh, in that organization that starts from Jerry Jones and has always been starting with Jerry Jones. Um, he loves making headlines. He loves the gloom and the glance of, of being, uh, quote-unquote, America's team. Yeah. And he he's I will give Jerry this. He has always been good at finding talent. No Always doubt. been good at finding talent. He just anytime he brings in talent, though, for some reason, they don't. Them and the team don't mesh, and it's it's one of these things where it's like everybody on the Cowboys right now are all playing for themselves. They they are not playing as one cohesive view. They're not playing for their brother. Nope. They are playing. Oh, for that was themselves. evident when Andy Dalton got hit, and nobody, 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 nobody budged. They're like, man, it ain't me. Yeah, man, that looked crazy. Yeah, wow, wow, <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. That looked, that looked crazy. Wow. <laughs> Hope he's all right. Yeah, man. Wow, he, man, man, we gonna be all right though. I said, <laughs> did this. I get my numbers? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, y'all check my stats. Yeah, <laughs> I said this earlier. I think that they should try to make a trade and get Ryan Fitzpatrick. They should. 
I think Fitzpatrick with Flores, I think so all, too. with all those receivers, I and think so too. The way he likes to throw the ball around, I think that Fitzpatrick would flourish. His, his feelings hurt right now, though. He's sad, man. Yeah, he, he's he's hurt. He he almost cried in his interview. He's like, he's sad, man. Yeah, he yeah. You know who else is sad? I'm sad. <laughs> Why? Because Cam is sad. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Thirty-three to six. Thirty-three to six. I can't even vouch for this. I will say this. Cam Newton was absolutely horrible. And he was horrible. But let me also tell you, who are these dudes he's throwing the ball to? <laughs> I can't say that. I mean, no, I can say that. I agree with you. But 9 of 15, 98 yards. Oh, he was he was horrible. Three picks. He was horrible. How is it that somebody who was having an unbelievable start to the season, I'm talking battling with Russell Wilson. I think he outplayed Russ when they played the Seahawks. And his last few games since he's came back from COVID have been disgusting. They've been terrible. And They've, I mean terrible. He's been disgusting. Got benched in the fourth for Stidham. And he even said it after the game. He said, if I keep playing like this, that might be permanent. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I believe it. Well, we know Bill Belichick. He ain't <laughs> look. Nah. He 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 will make that change ASAP. Oh, for sure. But he Bill Belichick came out and said after the game that he's definitely yeah, sticking with Cam. Yeah, for sure. And yeah, I think Cam still deserves to be the starter, but what do you think's happened to Cam? Seriously, like he he was having a great resurgence early. I, I don't think he's fully healthy. I don't either. Yeah, I don't I don't think he's fully healthy. I think the COVID thing is still kind of lingering. Um, although they cleared him and everything, there's no symptoms. You know that it, it takes a while to kind of get out of your system. I so. kind of think that people are overlooking the effect that COVID has on the body, and we don't know the effect. And he was because, away for what seventeen days yeah, or something. Like we, we don't know the effect because I mean it affects people differently. Right. So we don't know. Somebody could be bounced back 100% quick in, in maybe a week. And some people, it could be lingering for a month or well, two. We've already seen separate cases. You know, even, you know, Jacksonville, you know, the guy who already had some you know, yeah. kind of symptoms. And he's like, he could possibly die if he, you know what I mean? Like, like, he's, yeah, he's done for the year. Yeah. Like, he's done for the year. Yeah, so it's it's one of those things where right now we really don't know what COVID does to you. We don't. And there are lingering effects. If you do get COVID, once you so-called beat it and you're, you're not, you don't have any more symptoms... That stuff still lingers and you, yeah. it can cause other things. So, yeah. again, we don't know all the effects of COVID. I'm not blaming all COVID on, you know, what Cam's performance Me is. Either. Yeah. And but I don't, what I, don't I would wanna... say is that could be a case because he was gone for 17, 18, 19 days away from the team facility and all that. I don't even know, you know, was he eating? Who Like, we don't know. Yeah. He couldn't train. It's the unknown. He couldn't train during that time. So, what was he doing? Like, you know what I mean? He was just maybe, you know, getting fluids. Like... I, we don't know. And, yeah, I'm not going to blame put COVID right. on Cam and say that's the only, only reason, reason he's playing right. bad because I think Cam's playing bad just in general. He, he's, he's making some bad throws. Decisions. He's making some bad reads. It's almost like he's not seeing the field well. Yeah, it it's just so weird to me, I guess, because it's it's actually night and day. Yeah. Before COVID, Cam was playing really, really good football. He was. He was like, playing good. He was playing really good football. Yeah. Like, really good football. And the Patriots are looking good. Defense was looking good. Yeah. Yep. Like, they were winning some big games. Like, they beat the Raiders handily. Yeah. Handily. And, like, these last two weeks. He they, wasn't pretty in that game, by the way. They looked rough. Yeah, no, he wasn't. Yeah. But, I mean, he, he when they needed him to make a play. He, he made a play. He, right. made, he made a play. Right. And I still thought, you know, they were working on opening up the playbook for him more. Mm -hmm. Because throughout this whole thing, he's kind of been conservative with the passing. Not throwing too much. Yeah. But against the Seahawks, I thought he looked really good. Yeah. Like, really good. And now, yeah, I don't know, man. The AFC, though, man, that division right there is interesting. It is. Uh, you got you know, you know, got the Miami Dolphins, a game yeah. behind the Buffalo Bills, and who, just, who was in first place in that division. Yeah. So, 
I still think Buffalo's going to get it. Uh, I would say New England's probably going to get the wild card spot. You think so? Yeah. Okay. I still think they're going to get the wild card spot. And um, since they added an extra the extra team to the playoffs right. this year, I think I think that helps out too. Right. Obviously. Yeah. So it's it's one of those things where I'm not con- overly concerned about New England. I feel like they're not going. I mean, obviously they're not a Super Bowl contender. They're probably yeah. going to make the playoffs, but they're not a Super Bowl contender. But they're definitely better than the Dolphins. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. True. This is true. So. The other generals, man, you know Packers handle business, Chiefs handle business. Give me your top five teams right now in the NFL. Top five teams in the NFL as we speak. Doesn't have to be in particular order. I just need five. Okay. Your top five. Chiefs, Seahawks, Rams, Packers, Steelers. Okay. I would have to replace the Rams with the Bucks. Okay. I'll replace the Rams with the Bucks, and that'll be my top five. Okay. But the NFC West, man. I think all four teams can make the playoffs, honestly. Literally. I think all four the teams. the 49ers, since Jimmy G came back, they've been winning games. Yeah, ever since he got benched, yeah. Jimmy G ain't been playing the games yeah. no more. Yeah. He's on a tear right now. Yeah. They look good, too. They do look good. They look good. They look old 49ers good, as yeah. in last year. They're, you know what? All those injuries, remember that time when they went to the yeah. Giants and they lost like 11 people? <laughs> the, the whole squad? Yeah. I was <laughs> like, how does that happen? One game, there's like 11 people gone. And yeah, and these aren't, these aren't like small name players. These are all starters. These, these are like, starters. Yeah, Nick Bosa, Garoppolo, yeah. like the defensive linemen. They have linebackers that are out, like, you know, corners out. Dropping dead yeah. like flies out there. So they're they're slowly getting healthy, and they're you know as they get healthy, they're getting better. So we know what what type of team the 49ers are when they are healthy. But yeah, when they are ravaged with injuries like this, it's hard to kind of put them in like, oh, no, they're not a good team. And the thing is, they aren't fully healthy, and I don't think – I mean, a few of their injuries are season-ending injury, like injuries. Like Bosa, yeah, which so, is a huge one. Yeah, so they're not going to be fully healthy. But I think they have some players coming back oh, for sure. in the next coming weeks. So if they keep clicking like this, man, watch out because they'll, they'll be, be up right. there. Yeah. No, nah, they'll be up there. All right, man. Go ahead and give me your biggest winner and loser for the week. My biggest winner is those Philadelphia Eagles. Um, the what? The reason I say they are the biggest what? winner. <laughs> what? The biggest. The re, the reason I say that is because the Eagles could have easily lost that game. Like when I say they could have easily lost that game, they could have easily lost that game and still been in second place in the NFC East, which is which terrible. Is why it doesn't matter. Which is which but is why it doesn't they, matter. But because they won that game and the Dallas lost on Sunday, they're now a game ahead of Dallas, and they're and the Washington is now a half game back from Philadelphia. Then Dallas and Philly play on Sunday night, which means if they win that game, they're then like, you know what I mean? It just adds to I promise, what's man, happening. You don't have to care about the NFC least. <laughs> you should give up. <laughs> you you should really give up on the NFC. You should give up on the NFC East, man. I promise you that's not important anymore. Like, we True. suck, man. True. We suck. Look, it, we, the we worst suck. division in history. We suck. We suck in the history of the league. I promise you we suck. <laughs> Who's your biggest loser? My biggest loser I'm sorry, I'm going to stick with the NFC East and the Dallas Cowboys. There's no way. There's no way the Dallas Cowboys, no way they should have lost to Washington. They had zero reason why they should have lost to Washington. I thought the game would be close. In all honesty, I thought that we would probably end up losing just because their offense has more talent. Right. I didn't think we would blow them out like that. It was embarrassing. I actually stopped watching. Like it, it was cool, but then it was just like, eh, I'm bored. They're like, just not good. I know that they're gonna punt. Yeah. So I just started watching other games that were more entertaining. Yeah. It's it's bad. Like it's really bad. It's bad. No, it's really bad. My biggest winner for the week will be the Arizona Cardinals. Okay. 
The Arizona Cardinals, to me, should have lost that game. Yeah. They had no business winning that game. At all. They had no business winning that game. Like, Rush was out there playing out mm-hmm. of his mind early. Nobody could guard Tyler Lockett. No. Uh, Kirkpatrick, I don't know what you was doing out there, but you was getting toasted. Yeah. Dre. You, <laughs> Dre. You, you was getting toasted. But Kyler Murray willed him back. That's my biggest winner because I feel like they stole that one. Okay. Who's your biggest loser? My biggest loser, I have two. I have a tie okay. for biggest losers. And one of the teams actually won. The first team is the Buffalo Bills. They're my biggest losers because... There's no way. They should have... There's... <laughs> yeah. You, you see? You, yeah. you see what I mean? Yeah, that was bad. Why are you kicking six field goals against the, the Jets? Jets? However, I will say the Jets' defense is good. It's their offense that just can't score no points. I don't want to hear that. <laughs> I don't I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear that. Greg, William, there, Greg Williams has an excellent scheme. They're, there they're a good defense. There's no team. reason that Josh Allen couldn't get in the end zone so that's, one that's a problem. Time. That's a problem. One time. That is a problem. And and they won the game. Yeah. They won the game, but I think that is an issue. If they can't score against the a- Jets. Against the Jets, yeah. you are going to have some trouble. You're going to have some trouble. Yeah. But my other biggest loser, <laughs> it's almost like the story writes itself. It's the Falcons. Oh, my God. Again. It's li- Again. <laughs> it's literally, it's, the story literally writes itself. It's the Falcons. All you have to do is run the clock out. And Todd Gurley falls in the end zone. Did you see Detroit's players throwing they're, their hands? Yeah, up? Yo, they're like, oh, he scored, he scored, he scored. Yo, yo, ref, throw your hands up. That's a touchdown. <laughs> That's a touchdown, right? They're trying to nudge him in the yeah. end zone. <laughs> trying to push him in there. Yeah, yo, he's he in. scored. He's in. He scored. For sure. He's in there for sure. <laughs> Lo and behold, Matt Stafford, Matt Stafford drives down the field. Touchdown. Zero seconds left, touchdown. Falcons lose <laughs> in dramatic fashion. <laughs> like... <laughs> You you really can't script this stuff up. Like the story literally writes itself. You can't script this up. And I feel like you're like a double loser. When have you ever got in trouble for scoring when you're not supposed to? Like it, it's laughable. It's comical. You could tell when Tiger busted through the line. He was like, "Oh man, this this is it. This is it." And he's like, "Oh no, no, no!" <laughs> Nobody himself over his touchdown. Yo, if you watch the replay, dude behind him tried to push him, and he yeah. tried to push him forward. Yo, go faster. Go faster. And the best part is Todd Gurley realized it, and he tried to stop, and he just fell in. It's, it's bad. I mean, this, between between that play and the and the Daniel Jones play, I don't know yeah. who's his worst. Yo. <laughs> Daniel Jones. <laughs> My man was falling for like 30 seconds. <laughs> All I could think about was Kevin Hart. And then when he was imitating Shaq. <laughs> Oh, no. I was like, bro, (laughs) he was trying so hard not to fall. It was just him, too. You could see him just gradually going down. It was literally was just Daniel Jones by himself. I'm not going to lie. He took off, though. He took off and fell. He took off, though. I honestly don't think y'all had no business winning that game. No, we should have not won that game. Y'all are down 11 with five minutes left. Yes. Yes. (laughs) And if it wasn't for Evan Ingram. (laughs) Yo. He had he had him beat by like three yeah. yards. Dropped, dropped the, the ball. ball. Just dropped the ball. Yo, football is hilarious. <laughs> football is hilarious, man. You ready to get these week eight predictions, man? Let's get it. All right, we got Falcons and Panthers to kick it off on Thursday. Panthers. Panthers. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. There are gonna be a lot of points scored in this game, and I think the Falcons are gonna lose in dramatic fashion. Again, yeah. don't know how, but I think they're gonna lose in dramatic fashion again. Big Sunday, Patriots Bills. Patriots. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. No, Bills. Sorry. Whoa. Ooh. Bills? No, no, we're not going to do that. Bills. <laughs> I'm going to pick the Patriots. Okay. 
I'm gonna pick the Patriots. I think this is a must-win game for them. Mm-hmm. Titans, Bengals. Titans. Titans bounce back game. Raiders, Browns. Raiders. Okay. No OBJ, by the way, for the Browns. Yeah. No yeah. OBJ. Shot. You know, prayers up for OBJ towards ACL. Yes. Um, prayers up for it's, OBJ. It's just unfortunate. It sucks. Colts, Lions. Colts. This game is gonna be very close. I'm gonna pick the Colts, but this game is gonna be a lot closer. I think the Lions. I don't think they're great, but I think that Matt Stafford can put up some points. He's he's the Matt Stafford's good. He's always very been consistent. He's always been consistent. He's very me. good. He's always been consistent to me. Vikings Packers. I got Packers by a thousand. Yeah, Packers. Yeah, not even close. Jets Chiefs. Chiefs by two hundred thousand. Yeah. Rams Dolphins. Rams. Yeah, I got Rams. I'm sorry to it that you have to face Aaron Donald in your <laughs> and first. And Jalen Ramsey. Yeah. Yo, you see Jalen Ramsey yesterday? <laughs> I'm trying to tell you, man. That's a different animal. <laughs> man, thought he had that first down. Oh, it's over. Yeah, nah, nah. No, you didn't. <laughs> and he got that pick at the end. Mm-hmm. It's my dog, man. <laughs> Steelers, Ravens. Steelers. Steelers. Yeah. Close one or what? I think the Steelers by ten. It's at the bank, so yeah, Steelers by ten. Okay, I'm gonna go with Steelers as well. I'm gonna go with Steelers as well, but I think it'll be a little closer than ten points. Okay, I think after the bye week, the Ravens just had their bye week. Mm-hmm. I think that the offense will come back a little bit better, but I think that the Steelers are pretty much clicking on all cylinders. I do think, however, if Ben Roethlisberger turns the ball over like he did against the Titans, the Ravens will win that game. Yeah, I mean, the I Ra- think the Ravens will win that. I game. think Lamar Jackson's gonna turn the ball over too. Okay. Yeah. I can, I can see that. I can yeah. see that. Steelers defense is really good. It is. So I can see that. Mm-hmm. All right. Chargers, Broncos. Chargers. Justin Herbert's been playing. He's been playing good. He's been playing. I also think that's why two is starting to play now. Yeah. I think that pressure of seeing these young rookies. Joe Burrow been balling. Mm-hmm. Justin Herbert's been playing good. I think they're thinking like, hey, we drafted a rookie too early. I feel like he has that same potential. We yeah. might as well see what we got. They were, the thing is, they were winning with Fitzpatrick. I don't they understand. They were. No, yeah. they were. Fitzpatrick was playing good, mm-hmm. but... We it. we know how Fitzpatrick goes. Yeah, he's gonna slim off after. Yeah, he yeah. he's gonna slow down and just like Nick Foles. No, <laughs> oh, he looks bad too. Nick Foles looks bad. I'm trying to tell you, he man. He looks bad right now. Should stuck with no, Mitch. No, no, <laughs> he's better than Mitch. They no. should have stuck with Mitch, man. They should have stuck with Mitch. Forget it, man. Whatever. Saints and Bears. Bears. I got Saints. I got Saints in this one just because I think that they can score more points. Michael Thomas is out again. I don't. Uh, what's I don't. What's going on, with Michael Thomas? Right he now, he has a so he now it's a hamstring. It's a hamstring and an ankle still. <sighs> a lot going on there. I drafted him first. Oh why? Because he's a receiver and he's great. Is it PPR? Hmm? Okay, all right, that makes sense then. 49ers Seahawks. Seahawks. They're gonna have a bounce back win. You think so? Yeah. Close. Uh, I have the 49ers by the way. I got the I got the Seahawks by ten. No, I have the 49ers winning this game by at least a field goal, maybe maybe around like five to seven points. Okay, but I have the 49ers on the road. Cowboys, Eagles, Eagles, Eagles. Cowboys suck. Man. Yeah. And then Monday to wrap it up, Bucks, Giants, Bucks, Bucks, of course. Yeah. All right, man. That wraps up the football talk. Some quick takes before we get out of here. Dodgers up three two in the World Series. They gonna close it? They better. They better. Yeah, uh, they better. I, I think a game seven will be very, very dangerous. Yeah, I think that pressure, risky. that pressure is going to get to the Dodgers like it always mm-hmm. does. Yep. Yeah, so I think they need to go ahead and wrap that Let up. Let me tell you something. If the Dodgers lose this series, oh, man. Oh, man. Kershaw, man. I, you my God, but good Lord, yeah. man. You need this. And, yeah, they need it tonight. Bad. They, they need that tonight. I agree. We mentioned OBJ tore his ACL. You think that was his last game for the Browns? Yeah. 
Well, no, no, it's not. It's not his last game for the Browns because he's owed a little over twelve million True. fully guaranteed next so year. So the money. So yeah. He's not going anywhere until at least mid season next year. So at the trade deadline, if he's ready, they can probably be moving. But I I said this before the season. Had OBJ been healthy still to this day, I think they would have moved Jarvis Landry for a, for a, another weapon, maybe an offensive lineman, maybe a defensive player. But I think Jarvis Landry was potentially on the trade deadline before OBJ went down. I'm I don't know, man. I know the talk has been that OBJ um, hinders Baker Mayfield because you know he needs catches, he needs his catches, and he can be such a dynamic receiver. And without him, you know Baker can just spread the ball evenly. But I'm not believing that. No, I I don't think that a receiver with that much talent can make you worse. No. So I'm not I'm not hearing that. OBJ can only make you better. Literally. Bears, should they go back to Mitch? No. <laughs> Why? Because Mitch is terrible. What is Nick Foles going to do for you? Nick Foles is better than Nick, than Mitch Trubisky. Statistically, he has not been. Just to let you know that. I just want to let you know that. Statistically, right. this season, this season, this season, he has not been. I'm just letting you know that. My eye test tells me that <laughs> Nick Foles has been better than Mitch Trubisky. I wear contacts. My eye test says play Mitch now. And then play Foles in the playoffs. Because yeah, Foles is clutch in the playoffs. We'll yeah, get, we get that. But in the regular but, season, he is not. And but if you play Mitch, you might not get there. He's eventually gonna get hurt. The defense is gonna carry them there. Defense is gonna carry them. Man, whatever, man. You a hater. <laughs> All right. Big Ten football is back. Justin Fields played basically perfect. Can he threaten Trevor Lawrence for the number one no. pick? No. And it's not close. I don't think so either. Yeah, it's not close. I don't think so either. He he did have a great game. And Trevor Lawrence has had some shaky last two games, especially. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, Trevor Lawrence is just – I think he's been the number one pick for the last three years. Literally. <laughs> literally. Like, he could have came out in any of the classes. And still been the number and one still pick. still been the number one pick. Dez Bryant signs with the Ravens practice squad. Good move. Like it or love it? I like it. I like it a lot. Um, the Ravens do need another receiver. Like I spoke – you know, said last week mm-hmm. on the pod, um, they – you know, a bigger, a bigger receiver, preferably, because they have a bunch of small guys. So, Dez signed to the practice squad, so now they give him – time uh the 21 day activation period or whatever yep. however long they can put him on the practice squad get him accustomed to the system um and then they're obviously going to activate him on game day at some point in time and he's going to be active but i feel like they still need to add another receiver uh for the trade deadline so if they can do that they'll be all right true and speaking of trade deadline trade deadline next week yep next tuesday four o'clock you think any big names on the move um, potentially. Um, I feel like there's a couple of receivers, the Golden Tates of the world. You got guys like Alshon Jeffrey, who's been on the trade block for like the last year and a half. The Texans receivers, like any of them, um, except for Brandon Cooks. So true. The other two, like Fuller and those guys. I think Michael Michael Gallup is possibly possibly on the trade deadline. Yep. Amari Cooper can probably be on the trade deadline. Um, Xavier Howard from. Uh, Miami, the corner. Yep. He can possibly be on the Especially trade with that here. big contract to Byron Jones. Right. So there's a lot of guys that are expendable. You look at the uh, the Atlanta Falcons roster, especially on defense, Keanu Neal and these guys, the linebacker Deion Jones, uh, some of the corners, um, they could possibly be on the move. Um, you could look at the Giants. You got Kevin Zeitler, the guard. He possibly can be on the move. Uh, so there's a lot of potential – you know, talks and the weird thing about this with COVID and everything, you have to wait and then the player has to quarantine and all this kind of stuff. So yeah. it's a lot of weird things. So if we're going to have a trade if we're going to have a trade, it's going to be between. Uh, so we're recording this on Tuesday. So t- between tomorrow, Wednesday um, and s- probably Saturday. Right. Like there has to be trades 
you know, done by Saturday because yeah, if I you agree. want, you know, you want the player to hurry up and get there, they're going to have to go through all the COVID stuff. The physical needs to be done. Um, they're going to have to meet with the coaches, making sure everything's done. So it, it's just a lot with the COVID situation. They're going to have to wait anyway for like 10 days or something yeah. like that. So I would expect any like bigger trades to be done by at least Saturday. All right. AB officially signed today. Do you think that he will hurt the chemistry in Tampa? Uh, I don't. Um, I don't because Bruce Arians isn't having that. I'm telling okay. you that right now. I can I can take that. Bruce Arians isn't having that because I'm a little skeptical. But Tom Brady loves him. Like Tom Brady, no, he loves does. He, does. he does. And they have a great relationship. And I feel like I feel like if a, if, if Tom Brady got in AB's face, he would listen to him. Yeah, I think Tom Brady's gonna get there and let him know that yo, we're not here for the games. We're here to win. Mm-hmm. Like I don't have too much left. And I think, you know, as much as Tom wants to say he can play for the next four or five He's years, not. I don't think I don't think he believes that he wants to play that long. Yeah. But they have a team that can win potentially this now, year. Yeah. And I don't think that they would risk making this move if they didn't think that it would be absolutely beneficial. For sure. Especially and, with all the injuries to wide receivers. Yeah. So. And I mean, A B, we know what A B can do. Yeah. Honestly, if A B is even 70% of what AB normally Good is. Good enough. He's top he's still top 10. Yeah. He's still top 10. Because he was the best receiver in the league. Literally. His his route running is superior. Mm-hmm. Like next to none. Yeah. So I think yeah, I think it's going to be a good move. I'm interested to see, you know, what the dynamic will be on the sidelines when he doesn't get the ball as much, but let's see if he let's see if he's toned down some. Yeah. Like let's see if he's, you know, level-headed and calmed down. Mm-hmm. Lastly, man, NBA possibly consider a December comeback. Earlier than we expected. Good yeah. or bad idea? Uh, it's it's interesting timing because you're not giving the players much time to actually heal and get their bodies together. Especially the teams that are in the bubble for so long, yeah. like Lakers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so you have that. You have the uh, NBA draft happening next month. Yeah. So it's it's a lot, right? Like, I know they want to start December because they're trying to get at least close closer to, like, their set schedule that, like, it's always been. Mm-hmm. But it's just tough because, like, the good thing is fo- basketball is not like football, so you can you can play multiple games in a week. But like your body still needs to heal from the season you just had. Like you were just in a bubble for three months, yeah, away from your families and all that, and you're probably going to go back to the same format when you start. So and that's the thing I don't think they are. Yeah, I, I don't think they're. I don't going, think they are I, either. No, I don't think they're going for a bubble. And you're gonna have and you're going to have COVID tests rise because you're not going to do that. Yeah, I don't think they're going for a bubble format. This time around, which is why I don't think one this is gonna happen. I think this is gonna be a honestly. I think this at the earliest this will start in February. Yeah, but I think it, February is a good target. Yeah, man. I think if they do try to start this, I know the talks were they're trying to figure out how many fans can come to the arenas because yeah. some places fans can't come at all. Right, and that was the whole thing. They don't want to do the bubble format again mm-hmm. because of the revenue and you know all the money that they're losing. So I think that they should kind of wait a little bit, not only just because of the players and not getting a lot of rest. That's only what, two months basically. Mm -hmm. If that realistically, and you need to train and get back into basketball shape, you barely had time to rest at all. Not only that, you still, you're still recovering. You're recovering, but you're still, you have the draft next month. And then three, four days later, you have free agency open up. So you, you not only going to have new talent, 
younger players on your team trying to adjust to the NBA lifestyle, but you're going to have free agents that are going to want to sign with your team and have to go through a brand new system. They're going to have to go through the COVID test. They're going to have to go through a brand new coaching staff, you know, get camaraderie with their players. Like it's just a lot going on. Yes. There's a lot going on. So yeah, I think February is a better start date. I know basketball is always the thing around the holidays, especially Mm -hmm. Christmas. Mm -hmm. There's always big marquee matchup, NBA games and stuff like that. But, yeah, especially if the fans can't get in this early. I mean, we don't know how long, you know, this COVID will be around, obviously, and how that will affect some of the arenas and, you know, if they can have fans to any capacity. Right. But I think as far as the health of the players, they should reconsider and at least push it back to February. I agree. Because I think that, one, you need at least a month to get in back into shape. Mm-hmm. But aside from that, you need at least uh, two months to recover. Right. And just be with your family. They were really in a bubble away from family. For two, three months. For th- for Yeah, three months. And nah, that sucks. Yeah. All right, man. I'm going to go ahead and get up out of here. I would like to thank everyone for listening. I would like to say shout out always to the essential workers, to the first responders, all those still pushing for change. The election is coming up. Please, Please vote. vote. Please vote. Vote. I've already early voted. I went and did my part. Y'all need to make sure you go out and do your part too because it's going to get real here soon. Yeah, I mean, I'm I gotta mail mine in, but um, no, I mean, guys, please vote. Black Lives Matter, all Always. that stuff. Uh, remember, guys, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, and SoundCloud. Please, 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 like, share, review, subscribe. Let's get these ratings in. Support your boys. And of course, I didn't know if y'all know just a random fact. Now that ABS signed with the Bucks, his streams for his album have went up. Did you listen? No. No. All right, man, I'm out of here. <laughs> All right. Really thought it ain't no debate. No way, ain't no escape. Big dog eating off the plate. Cool breeze, march with the same. Flexed up now, John Cena. Rocked up more than Serena. Wife a baddie looking like Nia. More drip, more than a leader. I'm at the wood, I said I would get. No mediocre, I'm feeling like Tip. Sound like to me, we got us a hit. They can't even drip line. So savvy is a swag daddy. Red eye flights out to Cali. Holding bags looking like a caddy. Penthouse vibes, no Addy. Addy.